Welcome back to Two Dudes Watch Cartoons, the podcast where two dudes, that's us, watch cartoons. My name is Evan. And my name is Alex. And today we got something really exciting for you. I don't even know how how I would describe this. This is a throwback, but also brand new. It's really unique. It is on Netflix. Netflix always makes that good content, not paid. But it is called <laughs> Bee and Puppy Cat. And we're going to... We're going to get into it all. There's a history lesson here. There's some uh, there's some fun tidbits, some fun facts, if you will, uh, that come along with this. But, um, Evan, what, you know what? Why don't we start at the beginning? What, what better place to start than, than sure. at the beginning? Evan, you know, yeah. fill us in. Why is this so special? This was one of the first uh, cartoons that Alex and I bonded over probably more than 10 years ago. Yeah, they were both put out by Frederator Studios mm-hmm. um, as like web series. Uh, Being Puppy Cat was one of them, and I always forget the other one. I, I know you have it. Bravest Warriors. Bravest Warriors, which is uh, Pendleton Ward from Adventure mm-hmm. Time, sort of his other brainchild after he stops working on Adventure Time itself. Uh, Being Puppy Cat is by Natasha Allegri. Originally, it was just uh, a, a two-part pilot uploaded to Frederator's YouTube, and then they did like a crowdfunding campaign and raised close to a million dollars to sort of uh, rightfully make... so. Yeah, and, and so I think they did maybe five, ten episodes of of like the web series. Yeah, there's ten um, episodes that were created uh, in 2016 that were released on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. But Evan, you know, before you gloss over it, this was let me let me set the scene for the listeners here. Me and Evan are in college. We're grown men at this point. You know, kind of. <laughs> We're basically we are home for Thanksgiving break. My family is out of town. None of them are listening, so this won't even matter. And we are getting stoned in my bathroom. We've shoved like uh, towels underneath all the doors. We have the window cracked and we have my laptop mm-hmm. and two just jank ass chairs in my bathroom. And we are mm-hmm. just mind blown watching these YouTube cartoons. And what I want to say is we were so just taken aback by the the effort, the time, and just like the thought these people put into like a YouTube or like a series that was not on TV. Like to mm-hmm. me, I couldn't comprehend that someone would put so much money, time, effort into something that wouldn't have ended up on TV. Obviously, yeah. it, now I'm wrong with all the, the digital media platforms that are, are out there. But mm-hmm. – this was like mind blowing to me and Evan. It's it was funny, you know. We're we're laughing, we're dying. The animation is beautiful. It's stunning. I I, I don't want to be dramatic here, but this is where two dudes watch cartoons started. This is Absolutely. where it all goes back to. Very much so. So it the first episode or pilot was released in 2013. I also think that was right around when, right when Rick we and Morty it. came out. Oh, it is because yeah. like we watched yeah. that, and then I was like. I saw this really wacky yeah. adult script yeah. show called Rick and Morty, and yeah. we are in the throes of our, our Dan well, Harmon I was going to say, we had a, a Dan Harmon hard-on, if you will. Mm-hmm. We were obsessed with him in community. And um, so when Rick and Morty came out, and, you know, I, 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 I'm I going to say it. I actually really like this new season of Rick and Morty while it has its faults. Uh, this new season's been good. It, it to me, jump-started the adult animation era, uh, you know, if you will. I'll say it. Maybe uh, jumpstart interest in that's yeah. a better, yeah, because yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. it, yeah, it turned that category on its head. Because prior to that, it's like Simpsons or like Family Guy, we yeah, Family Guy. We had Future Rock, uh, uh, American Dad. I feel like everything <laughs> was by Seth MacFarlane at some point in like adult uh, animation. You ever um, watch American Dad? Occasionally. <laughs> I'm gonna call. I hope this is, Dan Somerville used to love American Dad. So when I lived with him, I've watched like a decent amount of it. It is literally just a family guy knockoff, like beat for beat. It's so I just ah, uh, you know, just stick it in your lane, I feel like. Okay, we're getting uh-huh. off track here. So <laughs> But yeah, the series creator, Natasha Allegri, I think she had done some work on Adventure Time for Pendleton Ward, mm-hmm. uh, and they were sort of friends as well. 
Um, I don't remember exactly where I read it, but it was like an interview or something. I think he had just sort of maybe connected with her online as a fan of her like web comics and wow. brought her in to work on Adventure Time. And then eventually that sort of blossomed into this. Um, a quick plug for Bravest Warriors. Imagine Adventure Time, but a little more edgy, I guess. You know, it, it, it's yeah. not as strictly geared uh, for children. Not to say that it's raunchy or anything. It, it just felt... I don't know. It's Edgy really trippy. The most if I'm being honest, yeah. if the you're first not, episode yeah, fucks yeah. Me. it's really, <laughs> really <laughs> trippy. It's like that's all I'll say is like, be warned. You're not getting, you're not ready for what you're about to watch. And they, you know, they kept going. Evan, you and I like stopped after I think there was like two seasons. Mm -hmm. They did a season three and a four that eventually got on like some sort of app. So they, I uh, think it was they, Verve. Which I'm looking I think at you're the right. production. Yeah. Once it's hard to access, I was like, I'm not yeah. going to go to those lights <laughs> to watch it. I'm yeah, but sorry. that's how I'm I knew they bit. made it. I was like, damn, I got to yeah. pay to watch it now. They made it. So they did the Kickstarter and being Puppycat was supposed to do like the full length season on Verve. Uh, so this series has been uh, in production since like 2017. Originally it was to, supposed to release around like 2019. So they've been... Wow. Imagine how frustrating that would be as, as a creator. Uh, but Verve was under the AT&T umbrella. Uh, this was mm. pre-HBO Max. And then AT&T was obviously more uh, focused on HBO Max than Verve. And Verve eventually shut down, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But yeah, to, that's like three, three years, three years sooner we could have seen this in purgatory yeah and yeah. and then it eventually made it on netflix like i said shout Thank out God. to my homie netflix they know what to pick up so i think the best way to describe the netflix series which is called being puppy cat lazy in space i think that's how beautiful it, that is the you know colon subtitle uh but that's also the way to delineate it from the original web series um if i and, recall yeah, it's like a soft re reboot I did not yeah. watch the original web series to refresh for this podcast. Maybe we should have. If I recall, the plot is fairly similar, but the misadventures maybe are are different. Yeah, I think in the first few episodes, they're almost like almost one to one, but mm, they okay. add in more because they're longer episodes. Yeah, well. these are you know twenty two minute episodes. Well, those last ones were twenty five. <laughs> yeah, I think you could describe this as in the realm of like a. A magical girl transformation show like Sailor Moon or like Cardcaptor yeah. Sakura. I think that's the genre name. But it's also very much Slice of Life. I knew I you were getting to it. It is so <laughs> Slice of Life. It's so, I mean, I'm not kidding. You could watch this show while doing anything. And it just yes. puts you in a, it took me a while to watch because like, I knew it would put me in a good mood. Like, I wanted to save it. It's so mm -hmm. calming and relaxing. Yes. Oh, and yeah, the music ahead. as well. Yeah. I would put it on, and, and Haley calls it the sleepy show just because yeah. it's like lo fi <laughs> beats in the background. And yeah, and it is. It's, I was like, fall asleep sometimes. It's such a cozy show. It is visual weed. It is beautifully, <laughs> it, it, the colors are beautifully drawn it's not like bright and like poppy but it's like a pastel and like evan said the music is so good the uh the way puppy cat talks is also kind of weirdly soothing i, I don't know Maybe. how because it's like total gibberish um yeah. Uh, yeah the sleepy time show great great so puppy cat is voiced by a pro uh, it's called a vocaloid program called oliver Wait, wait, wait. What? <laughs> this robot? What are you saying to me right now? Is there a voice uh, actor the... credited? Or is it just this code you're telling me is credited? <laughs> no, I think it's like a plugin that that gets laid over any... Don't play with I me mean, here. I, That's I like exactly. a huge shakeup to the voice acting game if you're telling me this is a, 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 a no, AI or, or just a bit... <laughs> Even if it's just sounds. Like... <laughs> okay, let's see. Oliver is an English male vocal based on the voice of a 13-year-old child. He was the first English vocal released for the new Vocaloid 3 engine and the first English based on a child's voice. Designed as a choir singer, released December 21st, 2011. Large amount of popularity owed mostly to its usage in Bee and Puppy Cat. Are you shitting oh, man, me? That's crazy. Are you shitting me? Wow. I got to really take this AI. in. 
I didn't even know it. Is mm-hmm. it an AI you think, or is it someone like pressing buttons like a soundboard almost? Either way, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know. It's like a musical instrument. So maybe they play it like, I don't know. Not to bring up the controversial, but when Kanye was at the shows and he'd be, and I was like, dude, are you actually doing anything? I don't know. I was skeptical even back then. I'll be honest. The Space Outlaw, though, is voiced by Steve Blum, mm. um, uh, Toonami Tom, yeah. Spike from um, Cowboy Bebop, and... Toonami Tom. Yeah. It's a I always love that. Right. Okay. Um, there's so many. We, we can do a whole thing on voices. There's a ton of great voice actors in this. Um, mm-hmm. But the voice acting is another strength of the show. This show is going to be kind of hard to talk about, like, plot points and like beat by beat we'll talk about like funny things that happen but like it's vibes like Haley said last week it's all (laughs) vibes and it's but it's like oh i want to inject it into my veins vibes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. not in a bad way no 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 Um, no no. it's all good um and it reminds me of an adventure time where they sprinkle like the lightest bit of story into like (laughs) 20 episodes. You know what I mean? So what it reminds me of is season one of Steven universe where they're just bopping around the little beach town and the vibes and and, like they have light elements of this larger lore. Yeah. Um, But I kind of do like that. They really don't go into that whatsoever. They Uh -uh. introduce it real quick and bring it back at the end. Bring it back. A little bit of resolution. <laughs> Hell um, yes, it was perfect. What do you no. think? We, so, okay, we, we, let's just get into it. Okay, I'm curious. So yeah. we'll, we'll go through voices as they come up. But so you have Puppy Cat, who, as we've mentioned, is also a space prince. Mm-hmm. A space outlaw. And, and space outlaw, excuse yeah. me. Space outlaw, space outlaw. And <laughs> I'm going to sound like I'm making this up. I promise <laughs> I'm not. Okay. He's like a space outlaw, and he got caught by the warlocks that turned him into this puppy cat form. Mm-hmm. And uh, now he's on Earth trying to get back at them. And those are those long, black, oogly hands that are always I think uh, he's you know, just laying low, right? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> he's I don't on know. The, maybe he's still on he's the lamb. He's on the lamb. <laughs> he's just totally on the lamb the whole time. But, yeah, so he was like a humanoid, and he gets turned into... Puppy cat. He was a space prince, an outlaw. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> and you, he's I, it's is a very accurate description because you can't really tell if it's a puppy or a cat, and they never <laughs> tell you. That's one what way the or initial the other. draw. I'm just gonna say, back in 2013 when we first watched this, I'm not gonna lie, that was the whole draw for me to the show. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's like a puppy and a cat. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it turns out it's neither. It's a what human was, who's been turned into a puppy cat. What was the Bravest Warriors one? It was like a ladybug cat or something. That was like mm, the, it was um the cute cat bug. For, cat, cat bug. bug. Yeah, and it yeah. was like a little child's voice that would mm. that would play it. Oh, you're right. Puppy cat and cat bug were, and they would have little animations of them like running and dancing. Sometimes it was like a cool era in the YouTube world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, so I was looking at the production notes earlier. So, you know, this season was delayed, but somehow. Uh, it got leaked on Fred Siebert, Fred Siebert of Fred Raider Studio on his Vimeo account. Later no taken way. down, got pirated, I assume. Um, and he had to step down as CEO of the company. <laughs> That's like Fred himself? N- yeah, named after him. Yes. Like, fr- wow. Fred of, yeah, Fred Raider Studio. That's what you get for what? wronging being puppy cat. Hey. That's like uh, that's like Ryan Reynolds leaking um, the initial yeah. Deadpool test footage. <laughs> I mean, we don't know that it was Ryan Reynolds. Can you write? Uh, and now that's one of the biggest franchise. That's insane. Look but at that. that movie! Almost didn't happen. That um, is wild. So okay, so, basic, basic, basic plot description is: it's about a twenty-something girl. B. Uh, How dare you? She gets not a girl. An android. Robot? Okay, that's also like a bit of a plot. <laughs> Sorry. Spoilers! Spoiler. It comes up yeah, kind of yeah. early on does, when she loses does. her arm. She yeah, gets fired ahead. from her job, and then she has to pick up temp jobs at an intergalactic... At the Cat Cafe. Temp agency. Yeah. That was her first job. 
And one thing I like about episode one is they just throw you right into the cat cafe. They don't really introduce you to anyone. There's no like a beginning exposition. It's just like there's a huge family of people who are related to each other. And you literally can't piece it together basically till the end. It's really wild. (laughs) And they own the cat cafe. Mm -hmm. um, And and she lives above them. B lives above the whole family and they own the cat cafe and they're on an island together. And when she gets fired, uh, um, you know, uh, Puppy Cat, uh, she finds Puppy Cat as she gets fired, mm-hmm. takes him home, and uh, they start doing these uh, intergalactic temp jobs together where they make money. Which I have to say, I think a big reason this game, or excuse me, this TV show reminds me of the game Animal Crossing is one, the vibes, and two, the plot is basically, uh, you know, make money. So you can live in everyday society. And I have to say, I love a plot that is literally just like, we got to make money. (laughs) Like it's so, it resonates with me. I'm like, yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Mm -hmm. Um, The grind, the hustle. Yeah. Uh, And that's it. Like there's no ramp up to that. One, first couple minutes, you're in a cat cafe. And next you're in front of a giant computer being beamed across the universe and then the first one is mm-hmm. like a babysitting job yep <laughs> episode one is a little deceiving in that it's like a little more action-packed and like lore heavy I, than this I was like i was like i don't remember this being so action-packed 14 episodes um it's a good hook though oh um, yeah. and i really like yeah, yeah, that yeah. they slay a spider monster puppy cat mm-hmm. shoots a laser out of his mouth oh uh, yeah doesn't so, come back again till the end the yeah. laser <laughs> The temp, the the temp jobs are where like the the transformations come in different costumes. Very Sailor Moon. I'm glad you said that because she changes outfits every a- yeah. episode, and she always looks good every outfit mm-hmm. they give her. Yep, uh, a little bit like Midnight Gospel, where every Ooh. episode they're going to a different world. Yeah, uh, good comparison. And doing something else. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, see, the, I knew we were going to get to this point. It is hard. We're not going to be able to, like, go through it beat by beat. And, like, so what we'll do is we'll we'll finish wrapping up the plot here. So as I spoiled so unceremoniously, uh, we find out that B is a robot. Yes. And then um, there's a lot of other people on the island. There is um, – what is the family's last name? Oh, wizard. Their last name is the Wizard? With the Wizard little... family? Yes. Okay. That's news to me uh, also. Okay. Yes. Oh, oh, wait. Okay, no. We're skipping the wizard family for a moment. We're going to bring up my favorite character. Okay. Do you know who it is? No, I don't. Cass? No, no, not Cass. The, oh, the wait, her Cass rival. Is good guess. That's a good guess, too. That's very much Card- up there. Cardamon. Cardamon. It's Cardamon. <laughs> yeah, Cardamon's my favorite. Once again, Cardamon's a, a child who is their landlord. Their landlord. <laughs> And as the series progresses, he goes through the biggest existential crisis and it ends with him like a single t- He's like, I don't want to be a landlord anymore. <laughs> I loved every bit of Cardamon and Sticky that we got. To me, yeah. I could watch a whole show about Cardamon and Sticky and their adventures of being a landlord. They yeah. had to fix so many of B's problems because B and Puppy Cat as, you know, weird, wacky space adventure friends, they're always ruining their apartment. They always keep food in their toilet. How yeah. many times, how many times was B like, oh, there's a bunch of food in the toilet? Yeah, I, I didn't really put two and two together with the her being a robot and her not eating in that first episode. She doesn't eat. Yeah, and they don't really explain it. They don't address it. Uh, yeah, there's no explanation for it. And then you go, oh, it's because she's a robot that she keeps she food in, the, in yeah, the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I forget what episode it is, but Cardamon is, like, in class with a bunch of first graders. Then he, like, smacks a, a, a toy out of a girl's hand. And it's like, that's stupid, blah, blah, blah. Has to write his apology to the teacher. And he, like, throws it over his shoulder. He's like, I don't have time for this. I'm a landlord. <laughs> I'm the landlord. <laughs> oh, the whole thing with Cardamon is great. He gets this dog very early on, Sticky. And Sticky is the cutest. Sticky just licks everyone that he comes up to. Mm-hmm. And Cardamon and him have such a great relationship, though, him and Sticky. And so um, I love it because he's really the one cleaning up everyone's messes. He has to deal with, like, all the problems of the backlash. And um, a subplot throughout the whole thing is his mom is in some sort of coma question mark you're like what's yep. going on here with his mother and she sheds magical tears 
Well, that's only after the, there's a whole plot point where B goes and makes donuts, excuse me, like magic donuts with mm-hmm. uh, Molly in space. Mm-hmm. And she brings back a bunch of these donuts that have wish crystals in them. Mm. And so the mother eats part of the donut wish crystal and cardamom eats part of it and sticky eats part of it. Mm-hmm. And they all then start projecting these like part or half wishes. And the mom is crying all these magical wish tears. It, yeah. it, it's uh, a big plot point throughout the whole thing. Cause there's more and more. Doesn't, doesn't Deckard. So Deckard is her friend who we also meet in the mm-hmm. cat cafe, who is a talented cook, but not a baker. Uh, so he has to go to <laughs> culinary school. Um, but doesn't Deckard get like a sh- a shard in the back of his head? Oh, that's what that little yeah. You're and right. then he gets yes. a bandaid on it for the rest of the season, and that's one of those things. Like I love that they plant that seed, but like I I would have loved to see that go somewhere. I hope they keep making. I hope the they show. Conti- I I can't imagine they wouldn't continue the series though. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and so these wish crystals and her wish tears that uh, the mother in the coma is producing cause all sort of uh, supernatural things that the island just like slowly starts to have to like it's so funny to me it's really it's really nice they live on an island and so then um cardamon's their landlord and uh b lives on the top floor and now we can get into the wizard <laughs> i there's too many of them to count yes. but cass is the mother uh-huh. cass holds them all together deckard was one of the sons who's b's best friend question mark she, yeah. all of her relationships Maybe are with the wizard family interest. But didn't she go on a bunch of dates with one of her, his brothers? She has a past with one of the other brothers. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, you know, maybe there doesn't have to be a love connection there. But I, I feel like she was flustered by him in episode one. She, she she's got a little bit of a crush on him. I could be reading into that. They're definitely the closest of, mm-hmm. of uh, her the wizards. Friends. Yeah. And so... Um, okay. Wikipedia yeah. clarifies it for us. He harbors romantic feelings towards B. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That makes sense, though. I see that. Um, and so uh, Cass is the mother. She is, uh, and then there's also uh, Crispin's sister. Nothing Real? Oh, I didn't siblings. know that. That makes sense. I missed that. I thought Cass was the mom. She acts very mom like she's yeah. always like stressed out like a mom. That makes a lot more sense, though, for the plot point of her friend slash rival yeah. becomes one of. I thought it was one of her sons. What um, is that character's name? Toast is her name. Toast? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Toast. So Toast is the eleventh ranked wrestler uh, from Cass's former wrestling team, and she is just always looking to fight, like mm-hmm. constantly. She bursts through walls like the Kool Aid Man. The way they frame it. So she has like a one-sided rivalry with Cass because Cass was the worst wrestler in her league and Toast is the second worst. So she quit doing that to to do coding or whatever. And now Toast is like dead set on plaguing her life and making it as miserable as possible so that she can get back into wrestling so she can be bumped back up to second to last second to last yeah yeah it's good it's good it's just i don't blame her it's it's just a funny (laughs) dynamic and maybe i'm explaining it terribly but yeah i I don't know it's just like the little dynamics that are built into the show are, are very very funny and so uh toast and one of the wizard brothers, I believe his name's Merlin, like like the wizard, which is yeah. that's what kind of threw me off. I, so okay, so which one is that? He's Merlin. The doctor? Yeah, he's the okay. oldest. He's the doctor, gotcha. and he accidentally gets Toast pregnant. And there's a whole episode where Cass is like, "Which one of you got Toast pregnant?" <laughs> but then it's it's cute though, because I don't know. They clearly actually are in love, and Toast mm-hmm. ends up like living there with all of them. Yeah. One of the other wizards, Howell, who is the cat cafe manager, uh, so B's former boss, is voiced by yeah. Kumail Nagiani. Oh, I spotted that a, one right away. Yeah. I didn't, honestly, for episode one, I didn't, I didn't pick I up on it. right away. I could tell right away. Yeah. So he owns the cat cafe, and he's kind of, um, they all have characteristics. How, how, like, how would you characterize? Snooty, you say, I would say, for Howell. Snooty. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. He is snooty. No, 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 no. I'm totally into that. He's a bit more snooty, a bit uppity, if you will. Mm-hmm. He owns the cat cafe. He's so busy all the Doesn't time. Doesn't he want to be an artist, I think? 
something. Yeah, like I that. think you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all have true. dreams and aspirations. This show's so good. There's think of how many characters we're about to have to go over, and we know so <laughs> much about them just from like thirty second snippets in in uh-huh. these shows. Wesley is the second oldest. Avid fisherman. Also he was the one that was looking cool all yeah. the time, which puppy gets very. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. He speaks like one of the least. Well, him and Merlin. So like Wesley speaks cool. I don't know. Merlin speaks like very much at all. He may speak like a couple times, but so uh, the, uh, Wesley uh, one episode is looking for a fish. And that was like such a funny punchline when he gets this fish who ate a bit of wish crystal. And so the fish comes on land and is being a human and doing this. And then the fish like gets back in the water and was like, thanks for showing me what the surface was like. If that's what it's like, I'm glad I'm a fish. That was a terrible date. And the show just ends with him going, wait, that was a date. (laughs) And it's just like the show always ends on such a great, like note or punchline. And that was one of the ones I noted was uh, one of my favorites. Mm Mm-hmm. There's the brother who she has a, a dating past with, who is a Crispin. mechanic who is obsessed with clowns as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was so confused. She was like, oh, Crispin would love it here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he it, did. And she was so right. He was like, you you just took me here because you knew I'd love it. <laughs> it's like, whoa. I, it is something in Dan Harmon's writing that I noticed one time. I love when they just like through verbal dialogue, like establish how well characters know each other. And you're just like, Oh, <laughs> like that's a funny <laughs> surprise. He's just like, ah, you knew I'd love it here. Before the episode where they explore their past together, he like comes to pick up her bike and fix it up when she has to ditch it on the side of the road. And he calls her and he's like, Oh, it's all done. I made some tune ups or something. And this is before, you know, about the clown obsession. And she goes, Oh no, I hope you didn't go too crazy with it. And it's got like all, <laughs> Like a new clown that was on it's, it's, <laughs> it is it, tiny yeah. bits like that. You will find yourself like in stitches laughing. Mm-hmm. I got to watch the show again. I, I've already watched well, it Well, that's twice. the great thing is I really feel like the jokes fly at you sometimes under the radar or so fast that like this is a great show to just have on. Like if you're looking like there are some people like myself, sometimes mm-hmm. when you're just doing things, you need a, the TV on. This is a great show for that. Even if you've watched it once, you could throw it on again. The vibes. Mwah, chef's kiss. Yeah. And they're not like, like punch line jokes like you would no, no, think no, 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 of no. in uh, Rick and Morty or something. Or It's just, no. it's like the vibes and the relationship. Blink and you'll miss it jokes. It is a sitcom, an anime sitcom. If you will. Ooh, I don't know. I kind of like that. It does feel anime-ish. I know it's not by definition. Yeah. I, I think you know, it's very It's been a while. Well, my brother Brendan asked me this just yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since we talked about this, and I'm sure we discussed it when you know we first started podcasting. Avatar The Last Airbender. It would do anime or not? I would say no. I think you would say I'm no. I'm pretty sure the distinction is just whether it's made in Japan or not. That's what I was thinking, too. I got technical on his ass, and he was like, yeah, but what about... And I was like, yeah, I I hate to be that guy, though. But it's got an anime feel. Just because it's not anime does not mean uh, we can't, uh, you know, put it in a similar category. And you know what? I've said that about Steven Universe. I said not the animation style, but some of the, like, storyline and plot devices feel anime-ish, if you will. Um, According to the Wikipedia entry for anime, it's animation originating from japan or specifically sticklers. produced in in japan we'll be so, sticklers yeah we should you know say things well this is very heavily anime inspired i think um i would agree yeah uh, mm-hmm. you can definitely see and, and maybe the humor is maybe not anime-ish but like the the visual style is and it's beautiful i i love i follow natasha allegri on like twitter and instagram and she'll post sketches concept artwork from the show and it's, it's always I think I, I might still have a puppy kit background on my phone right now. Oh, um, it's just it's so nice. It's yeah. It's mm-hmm. So you sent me that puppy cat background you did recently. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I would feel you know we're missing a bunch of people, but there's also um, pretty Patrick, who, who <laughs> a TV so pretty... star slash mayor of the town. Is that accurate? Yeah. He's know. mayor of the island, uh, but he's also the host of their favorite TV show that they watch. <laughs> 
what's it, pretty Patrick lunchtime or something like that. And yeah, and there's one episode where puppy cat gets addicted to a mobile game and ends up spending so much money. And I was but like, they have oh, to go work. <laughs> so relatable, it's, it's dude. So I was real. like, Oh my God, we've all been there before where we're like, why did you spend that money on that app game that I don't play anymore? Mm. And <laughs> But the best part is, is like he's going ham. Puppy Cat is going ham with the purchases. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's hard to go like through this plot linearly. Um, but what would you say is your favorite like adventure or world that they go to? Yeah, or maybe episode. I really one? enjoyed. Um... You're going to make me quiz me here. Hold on. Let me pull up my notes because I definitely. So, oh, you know what? Uh, so I, I do love this is not like a mythical place they go, but I love the cat cafe as just like an idea. Like people just go here and there's like a dude at the end and he's like, I'm just here to get away from my dogs. Like <laughs> it's really it's just like they, I, I, I know that's not the answer. You were looking for yeah, like one of their temp job have... worlds. No, but actually... I... OK, what's your favorite set? We can leave it at that. I love the 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 kitten cafe. I yeah. loved any time we got to go there. My favorite is actually not one of the worlds because it's the arcade, oh. and it's there's oh. like a little bit of history that you don't get a yeah. full backstory on. Um, but I forget if it's like episode two. Um, there's just like this really beautifully animated sequence where her and Puppy Cat are like dancing in the arcade and like the old machines are lit up i think it, yeah. it might even be while like the credits are rolling literally not even you know part of the really part of the story but um, no i think you're right i think you're 100 right yeah um so there uh a lot of places they go what do you have a favorite character who's your favorite character that's like not be your puppy cat uh hit me with what you got i, I, I didn't take them I'm, off the table you did uh okay um puppy cat's such an easy answer but i'll try to to puppy cat's got the one-liners puppy cat does have the one-liners uh cardamon's also good i like decker i oh yeah also he's like in the first two episodes then he goes to culinary school disappears (laughs) so but this is, is what is part of what's nice about the writing is it's realistic in that way, I guess. But it is yeah. very weird that he's like so heavily involved in what the first two, maybe three episodes. And then mm-hmm. he, he's he got that great line. And we did a reel about it where he's talking with his mom and she's like, oh, so you're going to go to it's culinary so school? And he goes, ah, no, I'm going to give up on my dreams like you did. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, oh, sounds good. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> some of the dialogue is like really laugh out loud. Hilarious. Who's yours? Cardamon is probably my favorite, um, but then so you you said like Puppy Cat, but like if we're going main character, I think my favorite would be B. I love B because it's great. Yeah, B is like always in the balance of wanting to live like a fun, whimsical life, but just having like ah oh, bills, repairs. I need to buy Puppy Cat food. There's a whole episode where Puppy Cat's just eating old food off the floor, and it's like you just need to buy and and he's sick, and it's like you just gotta buy better buy food <laughs> and not store it in the toilet, like yeah. like. She She's just got to figure out like the the adult life, not even though adult, she's yeah. not. She's a robot, as as we've pointed out, and uh, but she's you know trying to like live life fun and like you know blow off work. I just relate to B a lot. I like okay. her. <laughs> that, yeah, I like that answer. Um, maybe this is a good spot to hash out the plot. There's a lot. Of, this is a great Let's, you know plots background noise themes. show, and there's a lot of it where they like introduce little elements of the plot. And then like, I, I never really pieced it all together. Cause it's all, like, it's you, very, very sparse. You kind of piece it together at the end. Mm-hmm. Right. A little. Yeah. No? At the, at the end, very much so. But so episode one, the scene right before the credits where it shows a flashback of puppy cat, I think ha- having in the past done a temp job, babysitting B and it shows her dad before we know it's her dad. Um, mm. I so, even, I, you're piecing this together for me because at the end, the whole time, Violet, spoilers, mm-hmm. is like, we got to go find your no good dad. So me, but. And Violet is Cardamon's mom. Uh, yes. And, I don't and, know. Yeah. But they all seem to be together. They also, yes. we're getting into it. Spoilers. We got to start at the end and we're going to like piece things together backwards. Yeah. So at the end, Cardamon's mom finally wakes up and she's a 
princess question mark she's pretty the sure space princess she's the space print you're right yes from the sto- from the from story, the story. Yeah. <laughs> bro i just finished it like an hour or two ago I, okay I, oh my god oh and that's good why i need a season two like i need yes. to see the oh rest that is out. good okay so the story that puppy cat tells about how uh, he was a space outlaw space prince got turned into puppy outlaw. cat he was a <laughs> prince <laughs> No, because I think, I think that's him being with the space princess is probably what got him turned into the monster. Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, and uh, you're right. 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 Okay. So, um, <laughs> so then, but they, uh, so the island they arrive on, uh, mm-hmm. they essentially, or the island they live on, excuse me, they take off on, and so. Um, it turns out uh, Cardamon's mom, Violet, was in a comatose state on purpose, a la mm-hmm. like Travelers. Like or a no, what's that movie? Sleep. Yeah, like a cryo sleep. I was thinking with like uh, Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence, whatever that movie Passengers. is. Passengers. Passengers. I said Travelers. Yeah, what's Passengers. The, uh, uh, don't don't look up. Towards I the have end. not seen it yet. Yeah, no. is it like okay. that? Oh, I mean oh. that that's like a, a punchline at the end. Gotcha. But, okay. So um. They they were, you know, Cardamon woke up on accident. Oh, just I feel for Cardamon. Like, you could feel the stress building on Cardamon as the whole thing goes on to the point where he's making a wish on that falling star. He's like, I mm-hmm. wish not to be a landlord anymore. <laughs> and so it's, it's so good. And like Sticky's just licking his cheek. Yeah. Like, so um, they were supposed to be cryo-sleeped on the island. Uh, B is like their robot android. Daughter? I, not servant, right? Friend? Like I don't know. Friend, friend, friend. We'll go with friend. Yeah. And um puppy cat, you know, looked like uh was the driver of the ship, honestly. Um well really B is Cardamon's tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first and foremost. Yeah, first, first and, and foremost. foremost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's the relationship you you first see. Correct. No, 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 but I'm so I, I'm saying let's go with what we know at the end, and we can work okay, backwards okay, and kind of piece some yeah. things together. But yes, initially Cardamon and B are um, uh, tenant and landlord, and so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we find out at the end. You know what's funny is Puppy Cat knew what was going on the whole time, and mm-hmm. was just like really avoiding responsibility, and like was just <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, Slacking Puppy off. Cat knew we were stuck here, like knew probably how to fix the problem, but was like. Yeah, we could just hang out here for a while. Why not? <laughs> we got Mayor Pretty Patrick and uh, yeah. lots of food. So there's Puppy Cat, Bee, Cardamon, Space Princess. Uh, and then her dad is sort of the, the mystery figure. We don't know all. who the dad is. So if but... we go from the end to the middle, mid-season, yeah. there's like a, a flashback episode that shows the Space Outlaw and Violet growing up together. B's dad is on that ship too. He's their child prodigy scientist engineer of the ship. He like builds oh, lasers okay. and weapons. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. remember this oh, episode? This is, I remember the episode, but yeah. I guess I just didn't. You can watch it unrelated and just be like, oh, wow, yeah, that was interesting, and know that it was about a, a puppy cat. But uh-huh. you're you're adding all these layers that I hadn't thought about when I watched it. You know what I mean? I <laughs> needed to go through and do a second rewatch like you did, my man. I yeah, I thought I it would be better coming off it fresh. So I, I finished like the last four episodes this morning. That was a mistake, I guess. Okay. So <laughs> um wow. Yeah, I don't remember what that episode was called, but I know I can remember the scene you're talking about. So that's implied that's her dad then. Yes. Okay. I think that is her dad. Um, okay. Heavily yeah. implied. Yes. Not outright uh, said though. <laughs> and then there's uh, Puppy Cat's lullaby in the first episode, yeah. as well as the little tag at the end. So I guess I don't understand where creating an android girl comes in. Like I don't. I guess I don't need to think about it all too much. Yeah. But... You know, when you're in space, do as the space uh, you know outlaws do. Make make C3PO. So this is where I not struggle, but it's like I want. To know so much more about that backstory and that lore. That's what's great about the show. And you know what? I know so many people who feel similar. The show almost left us with more questions than answers. You know what I mean? (laughs) It it propped up like 10 questions maybe to start. 
But then uh-huh. by the time we finished, it answered five, and now we have 20. And it's like, oh, yeah. wait, what the hell? I mean, it is cool. So, like, towards the end of the or last episode, B gets, like, rebooted. Yeah. She has, like, five soul avatars that escape her. Uh, what did you, She had these different... I, yeah, they were different colored... Uh, different, yeah. Very Sailor Moon. avatars? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, 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 Like, maybe. you know, a raven in Teen Titans has the, mm, the, whatever different color caves? Yeah, yeah, it's I all her emotions. Different, uh, it could be the emotions. Projecting out of her. Um, I don't know. Yeah, because she is an android with emotions. Oh, I'm staking it. Those are, like, her emotions. In like, How weird was it? Okay, so Crispin, at the end... Mooly, uh, like, oh? monster Mooly. You know, at the end, so it's... Mooly's been taken over by... Whatever the, the warlock, black hands, yeah, and then her emotions, right, come out, yeah. of her torn open body and into Muli, yeah, and that's how Muli gets released, right? I think so. Oh, they are emotions. I, I think know. it's that's her cool. emotions. So I like that. Read. Um, so because she does, she's very emotional for a, a robot, right? So she's got to mm-hmm. have something up there. But literally, Crispin, her ex boyfriend, like hit on one of the the, uh, the like colored forms of her just for like a split second. But at the end, he's like, "Hi, how are you doing?" Like I was like, "What are you doing, Crispin? The world is like at an end here. Chill." Uh-huh. <laughs> the island's like flying. The island literally did like a 360, like and spun a bunch of people off. And yeah. then his first thought was like, who's this babe? I do like that Violet makes like a PSA. She's like, if you'd like to stay on the planet Earth, <laughs> jump into the water now. Otherwise, <laughs> you come with. On. Someone was tied down. <gasps> I didn't even oh, I didn't even think about this. Who was tied down at the end? And, and who's on, going on the ride? It was one of the one of the wizard family. Hmm. Oh, we got a mystery. We got a mystery. One of the uh, wizard family was tied in the closet, but I think the rest of them jumped off. It wasn't Decker. But it was not Decker. It later. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's <laughs> the show, essentially. Yeah. We, we can do, we can do, we can wrap it up here because it is hard. Like, we can't go beat by beat. We can't give you everything here. It'd be nonsensical at times. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. It's really lighthearted. It's a really just all around great show. I'm really glad that it finally got um you know I'm, I'm glad it got its flowers and it made it on netflix like mm-hmm. it really deserved to be in a larger spotlight yeah for us who watched the web series or at least the web pilot when it first came out it, i don't know it's been a long time coming it's so cool to see yeah this internet sort of subculture not subculture but like this little the little it's engine ins- that could make its, it's way inspiring. from inspiring like youtube yeah. to a fucking netflix series I really hope they make another season. I don't, I haven't really done any looking to see if there's anything about a season two. Maybe I should do a quick Google. So while you're doing that, I I think what's great about it is it's so inspiring. Like if you have an idea, if you have some sort of project, like just put it out there. You never know. You don't know where Mm -hmm. it'll go, but if you feel strongly and passionately about it, fucking go for it. You know, that's, that's what my big takeaway from this. It's great. Yeah. I'm not seeing anything conclusive at oh, a quick Google. I, I can't leave without saying it, but one of the fucking warlocks, randomly, tiniest role in the world, is Steven Root from Barry, who's in yep. uh, Dodgeball. <laughs> you know, we could play Dodgeball. Like, it, <laughs> iconic actor. And this guy yeah. has the tiniest part in this show. It's so weird. Just a random walk. Oh, my finger. <laughs> like, yeah, he, a few times, and you're like, is that the guy? Is that him? And you're like, it is yeah. him. Well, so one of the brothers is voiced by Freddie Wong, who's like a, a huge uh, YouTuber. YouTube's rocket. I think jump. him is the one that was tied down and was mm. left on there. Final yeah. thoughts? Wrap it up for us. I, I just gave my final thoughts. Fucking so, 10 yeah. out of 10. Yeah, absolutely. 10 out of 10. Go watch this show. Um, similar to how Over the Garden Wall is like a great fall halloween watch this is a great cozy vibes doesn't have to be any specific time of year it's they just go like through the chillest seasons. fucking show in the yeah. world and it's awesome um you might fall asleep because it's just so nice and warm and comfortable and you know for being super funny and, and like not super plot oriented it, I don't know. You get emotionally invested in these characters and the relationships yeah. that are happening. They got um, dreams. 
And if you love this, you can also go back and watch the original web series. I think it's all out on YouTube. But yeah, 10 out of 10, go watch it. Um, I think my my unofficial theme for this month is like cozy. Uh, oh, okay. You know? Yeah. No I like that. The cozy month. All right. Well, not going to do it. It is. But, <laughs> um, let's do some news. Um, yeah. Two dudes read some news. I don't have much except for this one that I sent you. Yeah, I know is, exactly uh, where Rus- you're going with it. The Russo brothers are making a live action Hercules for Disney. They recently said in an interview that it will be a modern musical inspired by TikTok. What does that mean? What do you yeah. think that means? If you had to take your best guess, what does that mean? I don't know. Fucking I have no idea. I don't know. Is it going to be like Uber Gen Z? Like, is it going to be like to the point where it's almost like a satire of TikTok? That's what I can't understand. Like, yeah. Because, okay. I mean, when I think of TikTok, I think of uh, lip syncing. I think of dancing. I think of short form videos. None of that translates to a live action Hercules. Yeah. Maybe the dance and song numbers is what Maybe they're referring to. Maybe he's saying the music will be shorter. I don't know. But then that doesn't relate. <laughs> like, I Bro, I was, okay. So now that we're on this, you have you seen the Steve Lacey thing on TikTok? Uh, I wish yeah. I knew. I, I mean, wish. Yeah, so I know the song. He had the concert and no one could sing his song after that part. And he got like really mad at the audience. And it got Sorry. me really thinking. That's so weird of a time of music that we're in. Like that never would have happened in the past. And mm-hmm. then Megan Trainer has just released this new song, and it has a TikTok dance. And it, and I go, this is the era we're in now. Is they're just marketing the thirty seconds with a TikTok dance, and, and that yeah. will get the song to number one alone. Yeah. So I did. I think is maybe the CEO of Spotify did an uh, interview recently or something where he said like, if you look at song structure a lot of newer music is moving the chorus earlier and earlier up into the song so it can hook people so, so it can hook you know, people and they recognize it. shuffle or whatever uh so is that a good or bad thing that spotify or streaming is changing how we consume or how people make music probably not but oh you know. i don't know Probably not. I've always said, and I've felt very strongly about this, like a song that's under three minutes, they didn't put enough work into it. And I have a feeling mm-hmm. this is shifting to the songs that are all going to be, you know, around two minutes or something. I mean, what does that look like for Hercules? I don't know. This can is go I, the I distance. New scene. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I that's cannot it. wrap my head around what that actually means. And so to me, I've started to think, like, is that just like, a thing he's saying to get people's attention. Like I genuinely, I just can't think of what that be. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Um, yeah. I don't know. I hope that wasn't like what sold the pitch or like, yeah. <laughs> they're losing a bit of steam for me. Um, the Russo brothers after the gray man, especially that. I mean, it was, I'll be honest. I didn't see the gray man. It was fine. I heard good things fine. though. It was okay. No, it was just it was fine. Okay. But, you know, Worth a watch? Yeah, watch it. It's a fun little action movie, but it's like you're not selling. Like, me. <laughs> you're supposed to. It's the Russo brothers, yeah, what? the <laughs> Avengers Endgame guys, and, it's like, uh, and so and then seeing this this little uh, interview clip, it's like you're losing me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, that is such a weird thing. I appreciate okay. what you did. So for, uh... Uh, Captain America, but. All right, I, I got a um, new Star Wars show uh, has Yaddle, famously mm-hmm. seen in the past, never been a part of the plot. We hear mm-hmm. Yaddle, and it turns out Yoda's just been speaking weird on his own. It's not how his people speak. <laughs> That's my Yoda's news. Yoda's a little freak. <laughs> Yoda's just a weirdo talking in riddles for no reason. <laughs> Absolutely mind blown by that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, have you watched any of Tales of the Jedi? I have not, but I've heard great things. So I'm okay. I'm going to, when I get a moment, you know, to watch uh, something on my own here. We should probably do an episode on it. Um, I, I've only seen 
I haven't even finished it. I love Ahsoka. One. I love Count Dooku weirdly too, actually. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's everything I'm looking for. I'm actually shocked. Haven't been spoiled. Haven't watched it yet. I'll be honest. I've had a ton on my plate and uh, self-imposed because I'm rewatching an anime that I, uh, you know, just has too what many do episodes. Want? What do you I'm rewatching watch? Hunter Hunter. I don't know. You ever okay. watched it? No. It's really good. I don't watch a whole lot of anime. I know you honest. don't. It's so sad. It makes me sad. You should yeah. give this one a try. Hunter Hunter is really good. It's on Netflix. Okay. I'll give it a shot. I mean keeping up with we i think that's part of the reason is like is getting into any anime is so daunting because it's like yeah all right there's <laughs> 900 episodes just, you gotta <laughs> you gotta, you gotta put on some blinders and just know that the the plot will carry you so shout out to my friend tommy he's re he's watching naruto for the first time from star wow. wars and um i told him i was like one skip filler two I was like, just go. And there will be times not to call him out where he will in like a weekend finish like a huge chunk of episodes. He's like, I don't even know how I did that. I'm like, yeah, it just, it, it hooks you. It hooks you. <laughs> um, I've been watching Chainsaw Man, which is like a new anime weekly releases on Hulu. It's yeah, it's, I'm yeah. It's a guy who, uh, a devil hunter whose head turns into a chainsaw. Oh. Got a cute little animal friend. In, in yeah, I've seen that time. animal everywhere with the little chainsaw dog po- thing. Pochito, Pochita or something. Pochito um, is it? So nice I, I started episode one of Tales of the Jedi, and I'm just like a very, very casual Star Wars fan. Don't mm-hmm. really care to know any more about the lore than I do. <laughs> so like Asuka, Ahsoka's parents. Ahsoka. It's like, you know, uh, episode one is about like her being raised or something animation looks great and then there's this like sequence where her mother is out hunting and then there's this like i don't know space tiger or something and it just looks like it's out of a ps2 game like (laughs) it it was so off-putting that i paused and switched like i just started watching something else i was like (laughs) michael o'rear is going to cry when he hears you say that um i'm gonna watch it yeah i'm gonna make it past the space tiger you're getting like uh you're getting fucking uh tiger king flashbacks you're like whoa (laughs) no it's just like uh, it was at that moment where i was like okay we're not covering it in or we have no plans to at the moment it's like i don't need to watch this so no, I need I need to relax. Off. Like I said, if I wasn't doing Hunter Hunter, I uh, would have a lot more free time. But it just takes up every moment of free time. It's addicting. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's all I got news wise. What about you? You got anything else here? I don't know. This, Being this is fucking great. This is more a PSA than anything. You need to yes. go watch this fucking amazing TV show. And like I said. You don't need to pay a ton of attention. I've never said this before. Like, I'm not promoting it. You don't need yeah. to pay a ton of attention. Just put it on. Enjoy it. Watch it when you can. And, and you'll you'll fucking, you will love it. I promise. It's um, as relaxing as the lo-fi beats hip-hop girl. On yeah, channel. you do that. To relax, yeah. put this on. 100%. Sleepy time show. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to wrap us up here. Um, If you want more episodes, we have a large back catalog of things that you will enjoy on apple spotify and we are also on youtube now you can follow us on social media both instagram and tiktok at two dudes watch cartoons and on twitter at two dudes watch and of course if you are listening on apple Podcasts, please leave us a rate and review we definitely appreciate it helps people find us and uh you know as always thank you for joining us uh hope you uh had a good time and uh I hope this was like relaxing and calming, like like the vibes of being puppy cat. You know, we hope we bring some uh, peace and tranquility to you through your earbuds. That'll do it for this episode of Two Dudes Watch Cartoons. We'll catch you next time. Two Dudes Watch Cartoons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. I was like, again? <laughs>